BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Laura Simon, we've got meteorologist Angela Huddy in here this morning and for Jamie with a first look at that forecast. Angela, yeah. great to be with you this morning. Yeah, good morning. Nice to be with you too, Laura. Happy to be here. Um, what a day yesterday. A little on the breezy side. Breezy, but, but warm out there 80 yesterday. degrees yesterday. We won't be that warm again today. Okay. That's going to be the key feature. And you're going to notice it out the door this morning. Grab that jacket headed out to work church or to grab the paper wherever your Sunday morning may be taking you. We'll be a good 10 degrees cooler, maybe even more than that here on our Sunday. Behind a cold front that moved through yesterday. You'll notice that change. However, it's short-lived. Tomorrow we start to warm things back up getting right back into the upper 70s to near 80. Dry today, dry tomorrow, but by midweek, Tuesday night really ended the day on Wednesday. Rain chances will begin to ramp up, and those rain chances are just going to kind of move in and hang around. We'll tell you more details about that coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right, Angela, we'll see you then. In a Fox 2 follow-up this morning, a man shot during a fight in Wentzville has died. Police say the victim was arguing with another man before the shooting took place. It happened on Friday night here on Evergreen Court. Police say the victim had several gunshot wounds. They performed life-saving measures on the victim before medics arrived. The man ended up dying in the hospital. Detectives took the suspect into custody that night. They are working to file official charges at the St. Charles County Prosecuting Attorney's Office. If you witness this argument or you have any information related to this investigation, police would like for you to give them a call at this number. It is 636-327-5105. You can also Google the Wentzville Police Department to get that number one more time. A 40-year-old woman has died after a shooting that happened in South St. Louis. Officers say this one happened on Lindenwood Avenue near Kings Highway in Chippewa. Police have not identified the victim or named any suspects in this, but if you do have any info and you would like to remain anonymous, you can always call Crime Stoppers at 1-866-371-TIPS. New this morning, Tuesday will mark one year since a former student opened fire inside Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. A student and a teacher were killed. As a result, classes will be canceled tomorrow and Tuesday at CVPA as well as the Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience, which shares its campus. The St. Louis Public School District is calling October 24th a day of remembrance. On that day last year, a gunman shot his way into the South St. Louis school. 15-year-old sophomore Alexandria Bell and teacher Jean Kuska lost their lives. Several others were injured. The 19-year-old suspect graduated from CVPA. District leaders are saying grief counselors will be available at the schools to help with lingering trauma and stress from the shooting. Lindbergh High School has also recently started the Jean Kuska Memorial Scholarship and they plan on doing this at CVPA soon as well. Israeli forces once again are bombarding the Gaza Strip with airstrikes at this hour. As Fox News correspondent Madeline Rivera reports for us, this comes as calls grow for more humanitarian aid to be allowed into the region. More than two weeks into the fighting, Israeli forces are increasing their attacks against Hamas. 
Israel's military striking a mosque in the West Bank overnight, which they say was being used by Hamas and Islamic Jihad to plan an imminent terror attack. Israeli forces are stepping up their attacks against Hamas ahead of a ground operation in Gaza. They are once again calling on people in Gaza City to move south, saying they need to enter the region under the best conditions. We will deepen our attacks. We will minimize the dangers to our forces in the next stages of the war. Meanwhile, the first convoy of critical supplies entered Gaza on Saturday. Dozens of other aid trucks remain at the Rafah border crossing, though there are still concerns Hamas could confiscate future deliveries. They are going to use the, all of those resupplies for their military, which is going to be fighting or killing the hostages and civilians that are in that, in, in that region. With a humanitarian crisis escalating, Palestinian Americans and other dual nationals have been waiting at the border to leave Gaza. Israeli officials say they're working to secure the right for those with an American passport to cross into Egypt. Up until now, Hamas is causing problems. From our point of view, anyone who wants to leave with an American passport should be leaving. The Pentagon says it will send more air defense systems to the Middle East to protect U.S. forces and help Israel's defense. In Jerusalem, Mather Avera, Fox News. In the midst of a rise of hate crimes and anti-Semitism, New Impact Lab has opened in the St. Louis Kaplan-Feldman Holocaust Museum. The lab is an interactive experience, and it teaches anyone about the genocide and hate crimes that were carried out during World War II. A water main break impacts traffic in University City. The break happened at Pershing Avenue and North Hanley Road. This is what it looked like last night. Look at that water spewing there. We saw emergency crews out there making repairs. Police had to direct traffic around the break as this was going on. It seems like workers were able to get everything under control last night, but we are uh, sending a photographer that way this morning, working to find out if it's officially been fixed. But heads up, though, if you drive in that area this morning. St. Louis City SC fans enjoying the final block party of the regular season. Fans gathering at U Lou Flu Fuse Plaza. Sorry, not rolling off the tongue just yet this morning. Just ahead of last night's match there at Lou Fuse Plaza. There was also a band out there as well. Last night was also the fan appreciation match. City SC had a historic first season, as you probably Probably know marking one of the top records of an MLS expansion team. They clinched the top spot of the Western Conference and their spot in the playoffs last month. The owners of Skate Laborious also at that block party last night. They did some skateboarding demos for fans. Skate Laborious converted the old St. Laborious Church on North 18th Street into an indoor skate park and cultural hub for skate and art communities. The church, you might remember, caught fire back in June, but the owners say they're determined to bring it back better than ever. During Saturday's demos, they also sold T-shirts and accepted donations to help pay for the rebuild. It's uh, you know, good for us to get our name out there. Like I said, we're trying to raise our money now to try to see what we can do to fix our place up and you know, rise from the ashes type of thing. So we're really, really, really happy they let us come out to do this today. If you'd like to help Skate Laborious, they also have a GoFundMe page set up. There's another party actually happening today there at Luffy's Plaza to kick off the playoffs. It starts at 1 this afternoon. Making strides against, against breast cancer is more than just a walk. It's a movement to help save lives. I spoke with a woman there yesterday about how she caught her breast cancer early and why she now makes it her mission to bring confidence and inspiration to those impacted by the disease. 
Jamie Zagrafis beat breast cancer eight years ago. She calls herself lucky for finding it early in stage zero. When I was 39, I was going in for breast augmentation, because that's what you do when you're about to turn 40, you do that, and I never had a mammogram. So it was my first mammogram that the surgeon wanted me to have before he had done anything. So I was like, yeah, this is silly. So after that, after the first mammogram is when they said, yeah, things don't really look how they're supposed to. Despite two years of challenges and complications related to surgery, she never ended up needing radiation or chemo. Not only did she do the walk on Saturday, but the American Cancer Society nominated her to serve as an ambassador to bring awareness, help and support to others. It's hard until it's not. And that basically is we can, you know, it's really hard at the onset. And once you get through it, it's, it's always hard until it's not. This is being called a celebration of courage and hope and organizers say that people who participate in this one mile walk are supporting breast cancer patients, survivors and their caregivers. So today is a chance for people who have lost ones to remember them, to celebrate them, but more importantly to walk in solidarity with those fighting the fight, who are surviving, who are thriving this disease and to bring awareness, the importance of getting screened early, saving lives, and then walking out here and bringing um, that message to the streets of St. Louis. Elizabeth Brown is the Senior Executive Director of the American Cancer Society's Missouri Area Team. She says more than 700 participants registered and even more people came out to support. They ended up raising an estimated $300,000. St. Louis is one of the most philanthropic giving cities in the nation, hands down. I don't know if we can top that today. What? <laughs> Our own Mike Colombo emceeing the walk held out at Union Station with Fox 2 being a proud sponsor. We have had an incredible turnout, incredible weather. Reporting in downtown St. Louis, Laura Simon, Fox 2 News. Such a great event yesterday and another one's happening today. It's the Great Go St. Louis Halloween race. That's going on in downtown Eureka today. The race features a half marathon, 10K, 5K and one mile fun run with a special Halloween twist. All the races start at 7 this morning except for the one mile fun run which begins at 9. So Angela, I guess if we want to go, we got to go to the 9 o'clock one but we'd still be I'm, I'm only good for a one mile fun run anyway. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Once upon a time I ran a half marathon and I don't think I've ran a day since. Kudos to you. My <laughs> longest distance ever was about six miles. So wow. that's all I ever made. It. I was that's chasing good. a moose. That's a story for another time. Oh, so I'd love not to chased that. by a moose, thankfully. <laughs> chasing it. I was looking for one. That's somebody said it was up the trail, so I just kept going. Oh my gosh. That maybe well, run that'll longer. give you some motivation. Yeah, a little to run motivation. So that's another story. But uh, yeah, what um, a cool morning for those joggers. I, I remember when I ran, I preferred a cooler morning. It's but perfect running weather out it, there. I think it's really nice. But some folks who maybe enjoyed that warm up yesterday will notice it is a bit different out there this morning. But I do want you to maybe pop outside in about oh, 10 minutes from now. If you are one of my international station patient, sta I can't say it. See, Laura and I both need to wake up our tugs this morning. The International Space Station will do a flyover at 622 this morning. It's a little bit of a lower elevation, but with the fact that uh, it's still dark outside, sun rises until about 715 right now. We still have a chance to see this on the lower horizon. It'll start in the western sky and move to the northeast, and it'll take about five minutes to cross the sky. And our skies are clear enough to be able to see that beautiful clear skies behind our departing cold front, Litchfield, Illinois. A quiet look at Eureka, the general store where the lights are on, and you know the lights are going up all over the place there at Jellystone right now. It's a view from the Powers Insurance Bureau. 
48 degrees. It's chilly out there this morning. Grab that jacket, that favorite sweatshirt before you step outside to walk the dog this morning, wherever your day may be taking you. Winds are currently calm. Pressure 30.06 inches and it is currently rising. Here's your Moscow Mills view this morning. A few cars on the move on Highway 61 back there. Southern Lincoln County coming in at 40 degrees. So even chillier there. I'm 43 in Arnold right now, 41 Washington. Scott Air Force Base, Mascuda area at 42. Alton at 40. And Litchfield, you're at 37 this morning. So again, it is chilly. Front is through. High pressure's in control. Right now, we have an east to northeasterly wind wrapping around that high pressure, keeping us noticeably cooler. Our highs today will be 10 to 12 degrees cooler than where we were on our Saturday. It also will not be as windy with this high ride over us, noticed by that calm wind that we have out there right now. So clear skies through the day, clear skies tonight as that high presses to our north. But by Monday, that high is getting off to the east. A warm front is pressing in from the west and we get into more of a southerly flow. So after a one day cool down, we're going to notice our temperatures jump right back close to 80 degrees again on Monday and it'll stay quite warm, but also dry for the first part of the week. No rain tomorrow, more sunshine than clouds, more cloud cover building in on Tuesday. But as we get to the late part of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even into Saturday, rain chances are going to move in and kind of camp out for a little while as our atmosphere turns more unsettled. So if you had fun yesterday, put off the yard work, get it in today. If you have a chance to do it tomorrow, get it in. Tuesday be a little breezier, but I still think it's a good day if you need to get something done by Wednesday. We're looking wetter and windier, and so it's not going to be a great time to get some of those chores done outside. Mostly sunny today, upper 60s for highs. Compare that to the 80 of yesterday, you'll feel that difference. Winds will not be that strong. That's an error. I'll have to fix that for you later. Winds of about 5 to 10 miles per hour this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear. Upper 40s out the door tomorrow morning in Metro St. Louis. Could be a few degrees cooler elsewhere. Turning warmer once again, right back up near 80 tomorrow. Eight Near 80 again, upper 70s on Tuesday with increasing clouds. And here we go. A lot of exact questions on when the heaviest or steadiest rain will be. But there will be a chance of rain showers Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday with temperatures stepping down a couple of degrees each day.